Hey, VV Nation. Well, you found our podcast on your favorite platform for podcasts. We know that you'll love the content, and hopefully it makes you better informed investors in the stock market. Be sure to follow us on social media. You can go to YouTube, Facebook, Reddit, and Instagram. Just search for VectorVest, and remember, we do the work, you reap the rewards. Hello, my name is Jim Penn. I'm the manager of retirement services here at VectorVest. Thanks for taking the time. I just wanted to take a few moments. Every now and then I come across an article that I find interesting and certainly if it is uh, appropriate to the current market condition or the current environment. And uh, I came across one today that I wanted to take a few minutes to talk about. It talks about the seven ETFs to buy as interest rates rise. Now, we know that the market is betting on the Fed, especially after the Fed chair's uh, testimony to Congress, that the July meeting will most likely result in another interest rate hike. And they've talked about adding another uh, hike uh, before the year's over again. So I think it's appropriate. Let's go ahead and take a look. This article actually is from U.S. News World Report, seven ETFs to buy as interest rates rise, uh, written by Mr. Tony Dung. And I was actually uh, lucky enough to get quoted in this particular article. So if I scroll down here, where uh, Tony outlines, you know, this was back in May, but it outlined exactly what we're still going through here now, right? Fears of a recession, interest rates rising. Uh, this is what we're still looking at. The, the overall macro view hasn't really changed much. And so it's all about what the Fed does. Remember, the idea of raising interest rates is really done with the sole purpose of slowing the economy down. So the idea of a soft landing, you know, uh, we're not sure where that's going to lead us. So for the more prudent investor, it's important to understand that there are alternatives to buying, you know, AI stocks. So we can uh, if we continue to scroll down again in the article. It sets up the idea of of what's going on and, and where the best ETFs are. So excuse me while I'll continue to scroll through here. And it comes down to a list of ETFs that that you should most likely consider again if you're risk adverse if you're if you're not as risk tolerant in this uncertain market these are some some great places to to take a look so shyg is talked about here it has to do with bonds corporate bonds high yield corporate bonds which is a, a prudent place to be right now floating bond rate etf okay a lot of these uh shorter term bonds are good places to be Physical gold shares, ETF. Now, this is uh, SGOL is an ETF, which, which tracks gold as an alternative to the physical bullion. So SGOL, a good choice there. I personally use GLD. I, I like to trade or invest in GLD. Same thing. It's an ETF that tracks, uh, that tracks gold. And then we come down to consumer staples. Now, here's one where I talked about consumer staple companies such as food processors, grocery stores, makers of personal care products, you know, Clorox, J&J, th things like that. Think of those type of, of, uh, of companies that, that I'm alluding to here. These businesses are centered around essential goods and services, right? This makes their margins and earnings less likely to be impacted by the higher rates. Now, don't, I don't want you to misinterpret what I'm saying. Doesn't mean, you know, XLP is going to double in the next, you know, 60 or 90 days. It's a safe place to go. And as I'll show in a moment, you can also collect a nice dividend from it as you put your money. If you're looking to go long, yes, it is still an uncertain market. So these are just some ideas for a way to go here. When we're looking at, uh, again, consumer staples, this ETF tracks 
the, the, the consumer staple sector of the five, S&P 500 index, uh, again, which includes companies involved in food, household products, tobacco, other things that you know consumers are less likely to give up versus, say, the, the discretionary spending. And so that's what we're looking at here. It's got a very, very favorable expense ratio, currently tracking 37 stocks within that ETF. So a good place to look. Another, uh, what I think is still a, a great place, given where interest rates are and, and, and where the T-bills are going, the one to three month T-bill, the, the ETF is BIL. Uh, it focuses on treasuries or T-bills with one to three months to maturity. Okay, that, that's a great way to go right now uh, with, with the returns that you're getting. And I noted short-term treasuries are about as safe as you can be at this point. I know we've had kind of the sort of rally that, that we like to see, but I don't know if there's a lot of confidence in, in how long that rally will continue. So as a portion of your investments, as an allocation to safety, BIL is a great place to go. At, at that time, it had a yield to maturity of uh, just over 5%. In terms of risk, as Tony goes on to write, BIL is as safe as it gets, right? It's a very short-term duration here, given where the, the current interest rates are, uh, as close to risk-free. Uh, I'll just go ahead and call it risk-free due to the high credit quality and virtually the lack of default risk, as Tony writes here. I'm going to go ahead and jump into the VectorVest program, and I just want to take a look at uh, at some of these things within the program, just to show you some ways VectorVest allows you to make it a whole lot easier to find these ETFs. You can track industries and sectors that are moving, that can be moved. We have we track over 1,800 ETFs now, so by sectors and industries, we can track all these assets. I'm going to go into the viewers tab to start here. And I'm going to take us into the industry viewer. And when I do that, right now I have it set to, it's just sorted alphabetically here, but let's go ahead and look at the ETF industry so I can show you how easy it is to find either fixed income or consumer staple ETFs. So as I scroll down here, because we're in alphabetical order, I'm going to take us to the ETFs. And we make it very easy to find exactly what you're looking for as we break them down. So the first one I look at is fixed income treasury. Okay, that's where I'm gonna find my, my T-bills ETF, my BIL. I'm gonna right click there and I'm gonna view the stocks, or in this case, the ETFs within the industry group. And you're gonna see a long list of, uh, there, listen, there's a lot of choices here you can go through. You'll see BIL is here as well, but you can go through, you can, look at different dividends. You could look at the, the relative timing of, of any of these. So a lot of good information there. And then the same thing with consumer staples, just a few choices down. If I click there and right click, I can look at the stocks or again, the ETFs within this industry group. Here, there's only 11 of them, but you have XLP right here and some other choices if you want to go ahead and scroll through those and do a little research on them. Now, these are important because if I go over to my graphs tab, I have the market climate graph here. And this is why there, there are reasons you should, should consider at least allocating some of your assets from your portfolio to these type of ETFs. The market climate graph is one of the most important pictures you're going to take of the overall macro view of the economy. And what we're looking at here is the earnings trend indicator in the VectorVest program. Right? We track earnings per share 
the 50-day moving average of earnings per share for the S&P 500. The earnings trend indicator on a zero to two scale tracks the momentum or the movement of those earnings, and they've been pretty flattened. So the trend indicator has flattened out almost, it's at 1.02, anything below one, we consider a, a bear market scenario based on the overall economy with interest earnings and inflation. I also have down here CPI, which has come off its peak, but still at 4%, still well off where the Fed wants to be. That's why we're pretty sure they're going to continue to raise rates. Commodities have lowered. Lack of demand shows that that perhaps you know slowing the economy down is, is working. But we also see the T-notes and T-bills, the returns there, the interest rates there are very strong. Finally, what I want to do is go ahead and click on the on the viewers tab again. It's going to bring us into our stock viewer. I just typed in XLP and BIL so you can get a quick uh, analysis of these ETFs. Now, when we track ETFs, the fundamentals, relative value and safety stay at one because there's no real fundamentals to track. But we have RT here uh, is usually how we rank them based on relative timing. And I just wanted to show the dividend information. You know, you get a nice dividend yield here from XLP 2.53%, 3.1% on BIL. So uh, again, as a, as a prudent allocation for those who are a bit more risk averse, consider some of these, these type of ETFs to fill some slots in your portfolio. Once again, thank you for taking the time and letting me share some thoughts with you. I look forward to seeing you next time. Hey, VV Nation. One of the most important books that I've ever read in regards to the stock market was written by our founder, Dr. Bart Delito, the founder of VectorVest. The name of the book is called Stock Strategies and Common Sense. It will give you everything that you need to know about how the market works, the cycles, how to value stocks, and it's very well presented so that you can better understand and get a better understanding of how the market works. Folks, you simply need to go to www.vectorvest.com forward slash YT book to get your free edition of Stock Strategies and Common Sense. Folks, you want to do that right now. Thank you for supporting our podcast and for being a part of VV Nation. Remember, you can always get a free stock analysis on your stocks. Simply go to VectorVest.com forward slash free. Type in your symbol, submit your email, and we will email your analysis.